Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 20. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about how to enjoy the holidays without gaining weight. Yes, you heard me correctly, and I'm talking about you and food. Today, we'll be talking about what you are doing right now that actually sets you up for failure and what simple changes you can make to make sure that you don't have regrets about what you put into your mouth over the holidays. But before we go there, I just have to share another winner of the free hour of coaching. You may remember that winners are drawn from those of you amazing women in the middle out there who have taken a minute or two out of your busy day to go into iTunes and leave me a review about this podcast. This week's winner goes by Garden Girl, and she left a review on November 11th. She writes, I first discovered Susie's podcast on a five-hour road trip. Boy, did she make that trip fly by. I love the mix of humor, wisdom, and honesty that Susie brings to each show. She really feels like a good friend who will talk about anything, even if it's embarrassing, but also has thoughtful, meaningful advice to share. If you're an over-50 woman, you need to be listening to her podcast. Wow. Thank you so much, Garden Girl. You're so right. I do share some embarrassing tidbits every now and again. <laughs> so please email me a quick note at Susie at womeninthemiddlepodcast.com to get your scheduling link for your free hour of coaching. Ladies, thank you so much for your amazing feedback. As Women in the Middle, I think we know that it can be tough sometimes and knowing that we have each other and that we're not alone is just so helpful. Remember, this podcast is about loving your life after 50. Now, I hear from lots of women who aren't yet 50, and they tell me that they're also getting a lot out of the content that I'm sharing. And you women who are not yet 50, especially if you're 49, Stay tuned because next week I will be announcing something that I think you will really, really like. Now, I'm not surprised that people of all ages get something out of this content because they really don't teach you this stuff in high school. And it's so important, this mindfulness work. I love that there are women of all ages listening and just know that the examples I'm using may be more relevant to the over 50 set, but that's all. The main content is good for all of us, no matter your age, no matter your stage. And I've said it before, we're in this together and we need to stick together. Okay, so let's dive into this week's topic, how to enjoy the holidays without gaining weight. As far as I can tell, most women in the middle are not happy with their weight. Menopause doesn't seem to help either. Don't get me started. <laughs> now, most of us are trying to lose some weight. And when the holidays come up, there's some pretty consistent behavior out there. Not only are you shopping, not only are you cooking, not only are you cleaning, not only are you setting the table, not only are you arranging travel plans, <laughs> 
But my lovely women in the middle, there's something else that you're doing. Most of you are doing this. It's become so common that you don't even notice it. In fact, it's become so common that you don't even question it. You decide in advance that you're going to gain weight. Yes, ma'am. Let me repeat that so I know you heard me. (laughs) You decide in advance that you're going to gain weight over the holidays. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that your thoughts are optional. You know that your thoughts create your results. But what you may not remember is how this idea applies to the concept of you thinking that it's impossible not to overeat over the holidays. And it's pretty common to think like this. You are not alone. You probably think that it's a fact that you're going to gain weight over the holidays. Think about it. That there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But my wonderful women in the middle, I have to remind you that it's just not a circumstance in your life. A circumstance, the way I teach it, is neutral. It's black and white. It's something that happens or occurs. Other people observing the circumstance would agree. And I know that this idea that you're going to gain weight over the holidays may seem black and white to you, but I hate to burst your bubble. It's not. It's just a thought. It's just a sentence in your mind. And you don't need to think it. The fact is that there will be food over the holidays. There are holidays. That's a fact. There is food served at the holiday gatherings. That's a fact. That's really it. But notice what happens when you think about this fact. That's when the thought comes in. It just pops in. It's like you're thinking, if there's a holiday with food, then I will gain weight. It's like capitals in your brain. Or I like to think of thoughts as thought bubbles. So like capitals in that thought bubble. Okay, now notice how you feel when you think I'm going to gain weight over the holidays. My clients have told me that they feel hopeless about their diet. And I've noticed myself that I actually feel disconnected, disconnected to my goals. Actually, I almost feel motivated to go off the plan and eat whatever. So it's not just that I'm not motivated to stick on plan, but I feel motivated to go off plan. It's like this thought pushes me in the other direction. Can you relate to that? It's crazy. If you want to lose weight, And I know you do want to lose weight. It's just so easy to choose to think a thought that makes it more difficult. Look what we do to ourselves. But remember, thoughts create our feelings. And then our feelings lead to our behavior. Feelings, our emotions drive everything that we do or what we don't do. So think about it. What are you likely to do when you feel hopeless? What are you likely to do when you disconnect from your goals? Exactly. You eat whatever. And your result, what happens to you when you eat whatever? You gain weight, right? It's not rocket science. And this, my friends, proves your thought that you will gain weight over the holidays, even if you don't want to. Now, I have a friend. (laughs) I want to say yikes. And every time I say yikes, I think of her. She was my first roommate in university, and her name is Laura. So, Laura, if you're listening, 
I just can't help but say, yikes, what are we doing? Your results prove your thoughts every day of the week. So let's dive in a little deeper into the whole holiday eating situation. Now, I've been working on this issue myself. You're not alone. You're never alone, right? One of the things I've been doing is intentionally connecting to my hunger and sense of fullness. So I come from a family of fast eaters, and it's obvious to me that I really need to slow things down to notice how full I am. I'm getting so much better at it at recognizing when I'm hungry and when I'm not. It's one of the huge benefits of being a life and weight coach. I've learned these skills to help both my clients and myself. The goal is not to let yourself get too hungry or too full. Now, you may have all kinds of other weight loss goals and diet plans and food plans, but really, if you really think about it, you just don't want to get too hungry or too full because you know what happens when you get too hungry, you lose control, and when you get too full, you just feel horrible about yourself and you gain weight. So when you don't eat, you don't want to feel deprived or hangry. And we all know what hangry is. And when you do eat, you want to feel light and satisfied. I just love that. And the more I practice eating to that point of just feeling light and satisfied, oh, the happier I am with my ability to do that. So I had a holiday situation a couple of years ago where I was happily eating away and it struck me. I noticed I was starting to get full in the middle of my plate of food. In fact, I may have been just past that feeling of light and satisfied, just past it. I think I'd already eaten. I, I think I really did eat a little bit too much at that point where I recognized it, but at least I recognized it. There was still food on my plate, and that was a big improvement. Normally, I would just eat everything on my plate. Once I put it on my plate or once I was in a restaurant, it was served, and that was it. Now, in this case, it was, I remember it clearly, we were at somebody else's house for dinner, and it was some of my favorite holiday food. So I was figuring out what I thought about the delicious food still on my plate. So specifically, it was a piece of roast beef and some fantastic green beans with crunchy fried shallots on top. I love that. <laughs> I really love that. And that's when something extremely unusual happened. I paused. I noticed that I was uncomfortably full. So as I mentioned, I had just, it was just past that point where I should have stopped eating. So at this point, I was just past that point of I should have stopped and now I'm uncomfortable. So I made that decision to leave food on my plate. It makes sense, right? You shouldn't eat when you're not hungry. Are you laughing out loud yet? If it wouldn't sound so corny, I might have inserted one of those television laugh tracks at this very moment. Of course you shouldn't eat when you're not hungry. It's so obvious. But so many of us do. And sometimes it's not even when it's our favorite food. But for some reason, as I mentioned, this was a couple of years ago, I paused. I paused in the middle of my plate of food with food on it that I really liked. The thought training that I'd been doing for years was finally kicking in. I paused long enough to actually notice that I was full. I remembered the concept that food isn't supposed to entertain. It's supposed to fuel your body. And in the strictest sense, I remember a coach telling me that food is just molecules on a plate. Of course, we don't think of it that way, but that's what it is. So I was like 
really getting into this roast beef and these beautiful crunchy fried shallots on top of the green beans. But really, they were just molecules on a plate. They didn't need to have the meaning that I was giving them. And I was full. So the idea is when you're not hungry, you shouldn't eat. Your body doesn't need the fuel. (laughs) You know, wow, I was really beside myself that the thought popped in when I needed it to. This was a relatively new concept for me a couple of years ago. Now it's becoming easier and easier to remember and to be aware and to connect to my feelings that way and my hunger and my fullness. But at that point, I made a decision to leave something I loved on my plate because I was full. I was very aware of what was going on in my mind during the whole experience. There was so much drama, both while I was eating and thinking about eating. I was aware that I felt badly about wasting the food. But I was also aware that my body didn't need any additional fuel. I know that it's a waste to add fuel by eating when you don't need any more fuel. So it's not just that I was wasting food. When I consumed the food and didn't need it, I was wasting it as well. So I did it. And guess what? Everything was okay. (laughs) I felt great about making a decision that was good for me. And I know I can have these favorite foods another time in another place. So when you're full, any additional food you eat is really garbage, if you think about it that way. And I don't know, your body just doesn't need it. So during the holidays, there is just so much food around. But whenever you're full, making a decision to keep eating is overeating and wasting food. Your body doesn't need it. It is garbage. And another thing is that it makes you gain weight. It's so interesting, so important to connect thoughts and feelings and hunger and satiation. And if I can do this, you can do this. I know it. So it's just so great to know that you can master the art of not finishing what's on your plate. So how are you doing with the holidays? Are you celebrating holidays right now? Are you planning your holidays? Are you traveling to holidays? Whatever's going on, I love sharing good news in this podcast, and this information about thought work and planning is life-changing if you're trying to lose weight. Think about it. How many holidays are there throughout the year? If you thought you were absolutely going to gain weight during all of the holidays, you wouldn't have a fighting chance to lose weight. There's just too many. The good news is that you don't have to gain weight over the holidays. Here are my seven top tips to help you master the skill. And honestly, it's just a skill after all. And you can practice and you can get better at it. Okay, the first tip is to practice leaving food on your plate. Take a look at your thoughts about leaving food on your plate. There are so many reasons that you might be struggling with this. What do you think about it? Do you think it's wasting money? Do you think that you deserve to eat what you've ordered at a restaurant or what you've actually put on your plate at a house party? What do you think about choosing to continue to eat when you're full? Write down your thoughts and be aware of what's going on in your mind. It all starts here. Okay, number two, be aware of your thoughts that you'll gain weight just because it's a holiday. That you are actually entertaining a thought that is directly related to you not achieving your weight loss goals. In other words, that you are choosing to think something not helpful on purpose. Why are you choosing to fail in advance? Because you think it's too hard? That people will think you're weird? That you don't want to bother trying? 
that you worked hard and deserve it. That's a good one. I always think that one. (laughs) Just notice what you're thinking and remember that your thoughts will absolutely create your results. You can do whatever you want, but you really should like your reasons. So please think about it. Okay, number three, don't eat when you're full. Practice slowing down and noticing how hungry you are and how this changes over the course of a meal or an evening. When you get the urge to eat more, just watch it. Notice it. You don't have to feed it. It will most likely pass more quickly than you expect. It won't kill you, that's for sure. Remember that you have choices. It's not a done deal. Okay, number four, plan in advance to pause while you're eating and socializing. Make an active decision before the event to create space without food. What I mean is time that you're not eating so that you build in, I would call it like prep time, basically. Prepare yourself to think about all of the food that will be around you. Think about it. Prepare. Know that there will be tons of goodies around. There'll be nuts in bowls. There'll be Hershey Kisses out in a basket. There'll be tons of cheese and crackers. Who knows what else is going to be out? There'll probably be wine bottles out or I don't know what else. The works. Basically the works. So make sure to drink water. I like to put it in a, in a wine glass with a slice of lemon or carbonated water. It's, it seems fancier if it's in a nice glass. Use this pause time to notice what's going on. What is being served? What's coming next? And most importantly, what you want to eat on purpose. Give yourself a break from eating on autopilot so that you can be more intentional about what you're putting in your mouth. Plan to pause. All right, number five, notice when you are no longer hungry. You can learn so much when you slow down your eating and really focus on how full you feel. Strive for that feeling of satisfaction and lightness. It's a novel concept to many, right? But you will love it. Okay, number six, plan in advance to be selective about the types of foods you're going to eat or not eat. Wine, dessert, cookies, appetizers, don't just grab and eat. Don't automatically eat everything you're offered. Ask yourself, what do you really want to eat? Do you want to eat processed foods? Do you want to eat sugar? What about bread? What about desserts? Do you prefer appetizers to sweets? Will this be an opportunity to eat vegetables because you know there's going to be veggies cut and ready to go? If so, what choices can you make? because of what you're thinking about in advance. Do you want to drink alcohol? If so, how much? You can decide in advance to have one glass of wine or to not drink at all. It doesn't have to be whatever the host offers. You can decide to have one of those amazing cookies that your mom makes every year, but maybe not 10. You can decide to have one plate of food rather than to go back for second helpings. You can decide to eat twice the amount of salad and not have dessert. So many choices are available to you. So just really think about what is your preference and choose carefully with intention. All right, last but not least, number seven, practice thinking a thought that makes you feel motivated about losing weight over the holidays. This is personal, but I like to think this. I'm open to the idea that I can have fun and eat intentionally. Simple as that. This thought is a shift. You don't have to lose control. You don't have to just throw your hands up in the air and say, whatever. (laughs) You don't have to zone out. 
You can have fun with the people that you love and you can eat in line with your personal eating plans. It really is possible. So can you be open to the idea that you can feel light when you're surrounded by all of this food? That you can make choices based on what you want? That you can plan and stick to your plan? I guess the bottom line is, can you decide in advance to have your own back? I'm open to the idea that you can. What about you? How aware are you of the way your thinking relates to your eating? Many of my clients find me ultimately because they aren't happy with some aspect of their lives, their career, turning 50, empty nest, something like that. And it's no surprise that we usually end up talking about weight as well, especially now that we're older and often menopausal. A lot of our old tricks to lose weight just don't work anymore, right? So most of us aren't that thrilled with our weight, and I'm happy to help you understand your thinking better so that you can really see how you're creating the results you have in your life, even that number on the scale. I created a worksheet that helps you take a look at all of this, at what's going on up there in your mind. It's a free download, so just go to www.womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash 20, and you can find it in the show notes. It is yours. It's just waiting for you to click on it. So remember, as women in the middle, you are older and wiser. You can do hard things. You really can do hard things, even lose weight over the holidays, one thought and one bite at a time. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Oh,